0: This is a
1: Bloomberg Business
0: Club. From Bloomberg World headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet there. It is Sound of the Closing Bell at the New York Stock Exchange as we wrap up trading on this Thursday, June 16th. Folks from Stanley Black and Decker ringing that closing bell. We're brought to you by Sector Spider ETFs. Why buy a single stock? When you can invest in the entire sector, visit SectorsPDRS.com or call 1-866-Sector ETF. A big recovery for stocks after a 5 Five day retreat. The S&P 500 index up today by six points to 2,078, reversing earlier losses, picking up three tenths of one percent. The S&P wiping out all of a one percent drop. Dow Industrials up 94, a gain of five tenths of one percent. Nasdaq up nine, a gain of two tenths of one percent. Investors still debating yesterday's Fed decision and press conference. Jonathan Golub is chief U.S. market strategist at RBC Capital Markets. He was our guest minutes ago, right here. On taking stock. There's
2: no such thing as, as economic nirvana. There's no such thing as exactly perfect. But if you're running inflation of even just with the Fed's measure, just under two and unemployment under five, you, 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 just, you should have higher uh, rates. And so as we move through the year, if we get through these concerns about Brexit and other things and volatility drifts down a little bit lower, um, I think the Fed is going to really be forced to, take, uh, to, to continue to gradually raise rates.
0: And then there is the Brexit vote. One week from today, Jacob Kierkegaard, senior fellow at the Peterson Institute for International Economics, also interviewed right here on Taking Stock. The reality is that uh, this campaign will have, especially after uh, today's tragic events, will have made uh, or, or made the country split even more over the issue of immigration. And that includes both the Conservative and the Labour Party. So fundamentally, in the long run, the U.K. will have become a more difficult place to govern After this campaign, gold lower today by 260, down two tenths of 1%. 402 on Wall Street now. Let's look at other news from around the world on Bloomberg Radio.
3: Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm David Gura. UK police say a British lawmaker has died after being shot during a meeting with constituents. Joe Cox, a Labour Party member of Parliament, was 41 years old and was elected last year. Police have arrested a suspect. Campaigning has been suspended for the day in the referendum on whether the U.K. should leave the European Union. House Speaker Paul Ryan is responding to calls for gun control reform in the wake of the mass shooting in Orlando. Ryan saying going after the Second Amendment is not the way to stop terrorism. Instead, he says, we must focus on foreign policy. Not only do we need a better policy with respect to Iraq and Syria and fighting terrorists and preventing ISIS from expanding and growing, we need to have a better job and a better handle on homegrown jihad and on combating the ideology itself. Meanwhile, Senate Minority Leader Harry Reid says the 15-hour filibuster on the Senate floor that ended early this morning is a signal to the country that Democrats won't cave to the National Rifle Association when it comes to gun control.
4: Beginning late Wednesday morning and ending early Thursday morning, the entire nation watched the Junior Center from Connecticut give our Republican colleagues a lesson on a number of things, not the least of which is courage.
3: The top lawyers at 44 U.S. companies are urging the Senate to consider the nomination of Judge Merrick Garland for the Supreme Court. In a letter sent today to the top members of the Judiciary Committee, the general counsels call Garland, quote, exceptionally well qualified. A woman who falsely portrayed herself as a Superstorm Sandy victim to get free hotel rooms and relief aid has pleaded guilty to a felony charge. Attorney General Eric Schneiderman says Katarina Curtolo has been ordered to pay more than $87,000 in restitution to the city and the American Red Cross. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists and more than 150 news bureaus around the world. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm David Gurra. Charlie?
0: And we thank you. Just getting word from Oracle, reporting fourth quarter adjusted earnings per share of 81 cents. Estimates there were for 82 cents. Fourth quarter adjusted revenue, 10.6 billion. Estimate there was for 10.5 billion. Again, recapping, a move higher for U.S. equities. S&P 500 index up 6 to 2078, a gain of three-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellett, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash.
2: Move around, motion creates the motion <laughs> I feel the earth move under my feet You move like they do I've never seen anyone move that fast Street.
1: Street. All right people, let's move like we've got a purpose it over.
4: Slide it over. Something's called movers and shakers They cost a little more but That name cracked me up
0: Bloomberg taking stock movers and shakers with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio.
1: Movers and shakers for Thursday, June the 16th, 2016. Taking a look at the constituents of the S&P 500, issues move higher, 193 decline, and one remains unchanged. Let's bring in Bloomberg Stocks columnist Dave Wilson to begin our movers and shakers. Dave.
4: Well, Charlie Pellet mentioned the headlines out of Oracle. That stock up 1.6% late trading. I'll tell you, though, the story of the past hour is Viacom, hands down, controlling shareholder Sumner Redstone, ousted Chief Executive Philippe Dauman and four others as directors of the media company and named their replacements. And Viacom's lead independent director, Fred Salerno, was one of those that was purged from the media company. Redstone's national amusements filed a lawsuit to affirm the validity of the move. Now, all this uh, change actually led BTIG to raise Viacom to buy from neutral. Uh, Analyst Rich Greenfield, uh, in a report, describing this as a possible first step toward the reunification of Viacom and CBS, both controlled by national amusements. And Viacom shares are up 6.8% in today's trading. And just to take a quick look at CBS. Up 2.4%. You got it. 2.4%. Well, Let's look at one that fell today,
2: and since we're fans of aviation on taking stock, I want to look at American Airlines. It's uh, stock closing lower by more, nearly 4.5% now. What happened? Bank of America, Merrill Lynch, downgraded American Airlines to underperform from neutral, as it was lowering its 2017 earnings estimates for the entire airline industry on guess what? We've got the reversal of those super low oil prices. They've moved higher, so that's the culprit. In fact, analysts said their second half 2016 to 2017 fuel curve outlook is now 20% to 16% ahead of their models. And if you don't expect any jump in airline bookings, you have to lower your earnings per share outlook, as they did, by 17 to 13% on average, Pim.
1: Let me tell you about the shares of Smith & Wesson, up one and a quarter percent today. This comes after they reported fourth quarter results that were better than analyst estimates. Fourth quarter earnings per share of 66 cents. The estimate was for 54 cents. They say that net sales of $221 better than analyst estimates of 214 million shares of Smith & Wesson, up one and a quarter percent today.
4: Well, we have to mention, Merck, the drug maker released study results showing the cancer treatment Keytruda worked better than chemotherapy in patients with the most common form of lung cancer. Now, Keytruda is already used to treat melanoma. It's headed for blockbuster status. That means a billion dollars plus in annual sales, and the prospect of this new use for the treatment. Well, that sent Merck shares up two and a half percent. Bristol Myers Squibb, which is also working on drugs to treat this form of lung cancer, that stock down one point two percent.
2: Macy's, that stock uh, moving up today, uh, one and a quarter percent after it struck a deal with its union. They had to extend the deadline past last night at uh, midnight, but it is a big deal. The stock uh, definitely moved higher. Uh, the, a big hang-up. Well, first I'd like to say what they got. I mean, they got substantial wage increases, more affordable health care, and new scheduling rules that don't require employees to work on holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um the union's saying the premiums that they're paying now for health care at Macy's are just too high. The deductible, PIM, $3,000 for an individual worker and 6000 for a family. So Macy's recognizing that and making some concessions.
1: I'll just say briefly about this, uh, Stanley, uh, Black, and Decker, uh, inasmuch as they uh, rang the closing bell uh, today on Wall Street. Uh, Stanley, Black, and Decker shares up about two-tenths of a percent, uh, but an interesting report from Wells Fargo with an outperform rating on Stanley, Black, and Decker uh, saying that the divestment of its, what they call the mechanical locks business to Allegian would be nicely accretive for Allegian and for Stanley Black and & Decker, and Wells Fargo says the deal could be uh, useful for Stanley Black & Decker because they could use the proceeds for purchases of more strategic assets.
2: Now it's time for the Volatility Index Report, brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures and learn some more at cboe.com slash vix. People are watching VIX very closely to get a measure of how people are watching Brexit. The VIX actually down today, though, 0.75 to 19.39. But uh, June 23rd, a week from today, we could see hot stuff.
3: All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, Hi, Uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for the price on Wilson. Open up
1: the door. It's Dave. Who? Dave. Hey, Mr. Wilson. Always a pleasure. Take us through the aisles of Central Garden and Pet.
4: Okay, well, they actually make stuff that goes into the aisles of... Uh, lawn and garden retailers and pet suppliers, and I mean, really, the lines of business are reflected in the name. They started in 1955 as a distributor of lawn and garden supplies. In the 1990s, company moved into production and expanded into pet supplies through takeovers. And for the sake of full disclosure, I will tell you that my brother-in-law works there, so I've known about the company for years. Central Garden went public in 1993 and created non-voting Class A shares in 2007. Class A ticker: C E N T A. It's older common. Shares which have voting rights trade under the ticker CENT. Now, both classes set records today after Sun Trust Robinson Humphrey recommended buying them for the first time since September 2011. Analyst William Chappell raised his 12 month price estimate by 67% to $30 a share. Chappell wrote in a report that Central Garden will benefit from having. Former Clorox chief operating officer George Roth as its chief executive. Roth took over on June 1st from John Rinelli, who retired after three years in the position. Central Garden Class A shares up almost 12.5% in today's trading. And the common shares did even better. They gained almost 14%. Dave
2: hey, Wilson, thanks so much. Our stocks editor, you can follow him on Twitter at TheOneDave. Cannabis, it's an industry that is growing rapidly. We're going to find out about a new pharmaceutical coming coming up next on Bloomberg Radio.
1: Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by National Realty, providers of 100% satisfaction guaranteed New York City realty investments. See them at
2: nria.net.